So, Labor and the Greens have done a deal. Some commentators, including Matthew Hooten, are describing this as a masterstroke by Jacinda Ardern. So, to find out more, former United Future leader, turned political commentator, and the man who is Daylight Saving, g'day Peter Dunn. Good afternoon. You had to throw that daylight saving in there, didn't you, Tim? Yeah. Every time. Yes. <laughs> uh, hey, Peter, so the uh, the La- Labor didn't need to, did they? They did, But they've done a deal with the Greens. Who's the winner in this? I think Labor's the winner, because as you say, they didn't need to do it. They What they've done is they've, they've thrown out a few little um, tidbits to the Greens, but the price of that is that they'll, they'll almost certainly get the Greens' votes on everything as well as confidence and supply. So that would give Labor a buffer of 74 of the 120 seats. Uh, even if, um, you know, National and Act combine on things, they're still going to be well short of being able to influence the outcome. So from that point of view, it's, it's, a, it's a win for Labour. From the Greens' point of view, they get two ministerial positions. They get to be involved in some of the issues that concern them. But it's a lot lesser agreement than they had in the last parliament. Uh, but on the, on the whole probably one they could be happy with as well. Isn't it, haven't they sort of given themselves a political vasectomy, the Greens, though? They've sort of, you know, they, they, they've got a bit of a say, but they're not really going to be able to speak out on the issues that really matter. I think that's right, and that's going to be the interesting thing about this agreement, because I can understand from the Greens' perspective why they might have wanted to take a little bit of say rather than no say at all. But the danger for them is that they will get neutered on other things that aren't part of the agreement. They'll feel unable to speak out, and that's going to be to their political cost, especially if the government starts to shed popularity. On the other hand, from, from Labour's point of view, of course, that's precisely what they want. The Greens sort of corralled into a corner where they can't be a conscience to Labour on the left. So, by the way, political vasectomies, like any other vasectomy, can be reversed. Uh, but you can also reverse the reversal with the vasectomy. I don't know about a political vasectomy, though. I don't know. Look, I, one tries for a different adjective from time to time. I quite like that. I, I thought oh, it was quite a good one. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Peter. Thank no, you. I, I thought it was very pleasant. Um, so, how does this work? So, this means the Greens can't critique the government on things like climate change, biodiversity, sexual violence, homelessness. So, they they cannot criticise the government on those things. That's right. And, but then they've got ministers in those areas. So if they got to a position where they felt they were going to be critical of the government, they'd actually be being critical of their own minister's performance in those areas, which is what they, want, what they won't do. But it also it raises the, the wider question of, so what about the economy or education or foreign affairs? Are the Greens free to be critical there? Well, the answer is, in principle, yes. But in practice, I think they'll find it increasingly difficult um, to do that because it's only got to be nudge, nudge, wink, wink from the Prime Minister that, look, I know in the climate change area or the family violence area you want to do these things, but uh, we see that you're taking a different stand from us on I don't know, the future of universities, for instance. Not yeah. helpful. So I think they could find themselves boxed into a bit of a corner um, that way. What about the uh, argument people have put forward that this is not really what the election delivered, that the, you know, that the vote was so overwhelming for, for Labour? Uh, it's not really what the voters wanted. Yeah, and Labor's got to be very careful with that because I think that is a pretty strong feeling that that if this is not an overtly and completely Labor-led government uh, where Labor's getting its way all of the, the time because it's got the numbers to do so, then I think people will start to feel a little bit cynical. Uh, I think they'll feel that the, the Prime Minister has sort of stitched up the Greens to be almost her excuse for not doing things when in actual fact she has no need of an excuse because she's got a majority in her own right. To be fair to her, she's made that point today. 
Mm. The challenge is now going to be making sure she lives up to it. How much do you think Labour considered making this a more formal coalition arrangement? I think it would have been difficult for them to have been any more formal for one very simple reason. With the demise of New Zealand First, um, there's a few spaces opened up in the executive and there'll be a number of pretty ambitious Labour backbenchers eyeing those eagerly and awaiting tomorrow morning's announcement in that respect. And I think if the Prime Minister had given too much away to the Greens, too, too much more away to the Greens, then she could have brought a bit of um, backlash from her own troops who were saying, hey, what about us? So I think she's, she's, it's a finely balanced thing. I think she's done it pretty well in the end. She's now got to find capable people to fill the gaps that she's got in the rest of the ministry and give them the quality of her caucus. That's going to be a challenge. Uh, just uh, on a, another sort of maybe minor matter, have you sent Winston a sort of condolence card? No, I haven't. Uh, I'm not not planning to do so, but uh, it's interesting. He's just gone to ground completely, and I think that's what he'll do for a while. Uh, When he lost last time, he disappeared for a few months before resurfacing. Uh, He'll go away. I'm sure he's gone away somewhere just to quietly uh, get over it and work out what he does next. Would you have a a beverage with him? Not a Tim beverage, but would you have a beverage with him if you bumped into him? It's possible, but I wouldn't go looking for it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, good to have you on the program as always. Peter Dunn, thank you for your time. Thank you for Daylight Saving. We'll talk again soon. (laughs) Thanks. My pleasure. Cheers. Politics Central.